I had a great life growing up. Good family, many successes, sports, career, but I was missing something. I was lacking purpose. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There was no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist On Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to talk about a very common issue, whether you have a purpose in your life or not. Many of us go about life wondering what the purpose of our lives really is. And some of us try really hard to create our own purpose in our lives. Today, we will have James Wagstaff, who grew up in London, England, and had a great life, but never really knew what his purpose was until he had a huge divine revelation that there was a purpose for his life that was already set from the beginning of time. James, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. Yeah, James, I'm so glad to have you on the show. Today, we're going to be talking about a life lived that doesn't really have any purpose. What was it for you living a life with no real clear purpose? You don't know what you don't know. And growing up in the UK, outside of London, good family, schooling, lots of activities, I really didn't know growing up that I didn't have a purpose. I was involved with school and friends and activities and later on in my life, college and job and relationships. Mm. And I thought it meant something. And I thought that was my purpose mm. until I realized that it really wasn't. Wow. Well, how did life start for you, James, as you were growing up as a kid? Yeah, so grew up in a family with a brother, parents just outside of London. You know, we went to church once in a while, probably like many of your listeners, we'd go Christmas and Easter and we would go uh, <laughs> once in a while and just be involved. But it really didn't make an imprint on my life. Mm. My life growing up on was all about sports and activity. I was pretty good at cricket growing up in the UK. I played rugby and wow. and then I got into tennis and I began to play semi-professionally as a high schooler on the tennis circuit in the UK. And that really became the center of my life for many years before college. So you were like so wrapped into sports and succeeding at sports, like that was kind of tunnel vision. That was all what life was about at that time. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was totally focused on being successful in the sports arena and poured my time and my energy into that. And when it wasn't that, it was hanging out with friends, partying on the weekend. Mm. And I thought that was about it for my life. And I was excited about it. I mean, I liked it for that time. Oh, so you were like into the party scene. And what was your purpose during that time, during those party scene days? I think my purpose at that time on was just to have fun, right? I mean, I grew up in a family with hardworking parents, so I knew that I was going to have to work hard and do a lot to be successful. And I was willing to do all of those things. And, you know, on my time off, I was going to party hard and enjoy my friends. And so almost every weekend and a lot of nights, especially during college, it was a lot of drinking mm. and a lot of hanging out with friends. And again, for a few years, I really thought that was going to give me purpose. Hmm. Can you explain a little bit about that? What do you mean? Like just hanging out with friends and that you would be able to derive your purpose from that? 
Yeah, I think, you know, for me, and again, I think I'm not alone in this. We think if we get a job and if we work hard in college and if we have friends and relationships, you know, and even drinking and alcohol and all the scene that goes along yeah. with that, that that would give us purpose. Yeah. And for a short time, it did. But I came to a realization that all of those things in my life, when I sat down, weren't adding up, that there was something missing. Although I had everything that I wanted for those years, everything that, you know, a lot of people would ask for on. Yeah, I can really relate to that because in my life, it was like that too, where I had everything, but there was something missing. Now, I understand there's a time where you started feeling a certain way after the nightclubs, the drinking and the partying as a young man, that there's a specific feeling of emptiness that you felt. Tell me a little bit about that. I accepted Christ. I came to know God when I was 12. I knew Him as my Savior, but it was very much a transactional thing that I knew Jesus died for me, but I really didn't understand what it meant. And I thought then it was up to me to sort of live this Christian life and work hard. And I was really good at being able to separate my own spiritual life with my normal life. It was sort of a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Mm, So I was living this double existence. Yeah, yeah. So basically you were partying, but then you were like a Christian too. So it was like kind of day one way and then night one way, right? And you know what? It's really easy just to sort of live that way and justify it and, you know, think it's all good. But there was a time in my life and it was very clear. I was, you know, late teens and I parted and I had a lot of alcohol over an extended period of time, hanging out with a lot of friends. And I went back to my room in London Mm. and I just felt empty. All of these things that I thought would bring me happiness and joy didn't. And I couldn't see a way out of that in that moment. So you're feeling kind of down at this point then. Yeah. And I didn't know why, because I said, I'm at college. I've got a bunch of friends. I'm doing this degree. I'm playing sports. Why do I feel so empty inside? And yet I did. And none of these things, the more I even tried it, would give me the joy and happiness. There was something missing. I just didn't know what it all was at that time. So how did you later on find true purpose in your life? I realized, and again, in that very specific moment in this room by myself, Mm. I really felt impressed by God. It's not that I have these light bulb moments and these, you know, big moments where God appears, but I just felt God speaking to me and talking to me just in a very normal way and said, James, I've created you for something greater than all of these things. And no matter about how chasing the degree or the sports or the partying and everything that goes along with that, none of those will bring you joy and happiness and purpose. And I felt God really impressing on me on to say, you know, I love you and I've created for you a life that is so much more than this. And that was my turning point. It was during my college years where I began to realize my faith in my life was so much greater than these things that I was finding joy in or thought I did on a daily basis. You know, James, this is amazing because most young college students do not think that way. You know, they're thinking when I get all the drinking, even sometimes drugs, all the partying, everything I've ever wanted, you know, then I'll be happy. But here you are realizing that there is something greater in your life that the Lord is telling you. So I understand you started going to church and actually serving God. How did going to church and serving God bring you fulfillment from there? Yeah, great question, Arn. So really from that night onwards, you know, in God sort of impressing on me, I haven't just saved you to live your own life for the next 50, 60 years and go to heaven one day. 
I've saved you and I want you for a purpose. So mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do and didn't know where to turn. And I just said, I just got to go to church. I got to find the people that I can start entering into relationship with and begin to learn about my relationship with God. And that's all I knew. Wow. And so I found the church in central London and I just showed up one Sunday night and began to get engaged. Wow, that's awesome. So as you begin to engage with the Lord, the Lord started speaking more purpose in your life. And knowing you, James, you're a person of passion, a person of drive, you know, and a person who just really loves the Lord. And personally, when I talk to you, I'm sitting down with a person who has purpose and knows their purpose in life. And I think that there's so many who are kind of wandering around aimlessly in their lives, not really sure what their purpose is for. Like, why am I even here? So what would you say to the person who's struggling to know if they even have a real purpose in their life? This is what I know on from my life experiences. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much success you have in life, career, job, family. Mm-hmm. God has created each one of us. He knows us and He's purposed us with good works. And when we tap into that, when we realize that we're created to love God and serve others, to make Him great every day through that, Mm -hmm. then we find our purpose. And nothing, nothing can fill that void. And we try to fill it with all kinds of stuff, as you've mentioned, whether it's alcohol or drugs or personal success or chasing a job or career. Nothing can bring the purpose that God has for us in living a life to make Him known and make Him great. Mm. And all the other stuff that I thought would bring me joy and purpose didn't. But serving God, because He's created us to do that, has done. Wow. You know, what really comes out is giving seems to be much better than receiving. So, James, thanks so much for sharing with us and really speaking life and giving inspiration for so many. Thanks again for sharing this powerful message of your life, brother. Thanks, Alan. Appreciate you. Hold tight. Don't go anywhere. I want to speak into your life right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Anlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at AwakeningTheNations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's AwakeningTheNations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, it's interesting that James had a good life, but it wasn't fulfilling his destiny, his purpose in life. And he felt that emptiness, that moment where he was wondering why he was even living and really what for. I think many of us can come to these types of crossroads where we stop and we look at our lives and though everything seems so good, something is missing. Have you ever been there? If you have, understand this. There's something missing in your life and God is trying to tell you something about your life. He's trying to communicate to you your greater purpose and deep down inside, you know there's something, but what is it? 
How do you know there really is a greater purpose in your life? Well, it's written in ancient scriptures in Ephesians chapter 2, 8 through 10. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And here it is. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You see, if you look closely at that last part, God made us and has prepared beforehand a purpose for us to walk in them. Every one of us is called to live in the Spirit of God, but it's not going to look all the same for all of us. We're supposed to discover our true destiny in life to fulfill. Are you fulfilling your destiny? If you don't know what this is, you first must meet your Creator, and you need to ask Him to reveal to you your true purpose and destiny that's in your life. How? Well, you must be saved in order to have a close communion with Almighty God. And you can have that salvation because as it is written, it is a gift of God to you today, now, right in this moment. Father God, I'm praying for the person who's saying, gosh, I don't know what my destiny is. Jesus, I'm asking you to come in and just take over, Lord, and really guide me so that I know what my true destiny is. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.